it's so crazy how quickly you can forget about your own struggles and just look at their struggle and be like, what? I can't believe you did. Yeah. But if you pause for a second and you're like, shoot, my mistakes are no worse than your mistakes. Hi, welcome to the With So Much Love ENO podcast with Earl and Onika. We're so glad you're here. Our goal for this conversation is for you to leave inspired, encouraged, and growing closer and stronger in all of your relationships. So we're about to talk all things moms who cuss, how they met, and laying the right foundation for your relationships. So lean in, take notes, and share this with a friend. Hello, beautiful Onika. I love you. And hello. So fun. Yes, it is. And hello, everyone who is listening to this right now. We love you. Honey, how much do you love the people that are listening right now? Oh, how much do you love them? (laughs) (laughs) Onika is already off the rails. And where we're recording this and having this conversation with y'all, it's super hot. So I'm already sweating and we haven't even gotten this party started. It actually feels really good to me. Um, He loves being hot. I love being cold. Like very cold. So that's the very first thing we're going to talk about in our relationship is how do you reconcile when one is hot and one is Ooh, cold? That's deep. What does the Bible say about that? I have no idea. Right now, everybody just wants to say a big thank you for you joining in on this podcast. Onique it's our and first I, one. First one. We're excited about this. We're excited you're listening. We're excited about what's on the horizon. Yeah. We think all of us are going to get better, grow, and we're just going to share and just from our together. hearts and lives and hopefully, prayerfully, everybody's pushed forward. Honey, we got single people listening. we got married yep. people listening. Yep. You and I have been at this thing for, what, 25 years yes. now. We have now been married. Uh, we've known each other longer than we didn't know each other. Which is crazy. It is crazy. And I can't believe how fast time goes by. It seems like we were just in college together and I just were thinking that you're an athlete and I wasn't interested in athletes. And little did I know, my mind was blown. Little did she know she wanted this man to be her husband my for the rest latte. of Carmel Latte for the rest of your life. Now listen, everybody, you need to know this. Onika likes Michael B. Jordan. Why do okay, you always leave with that? Let me go into that first and foremost. She's talked when she said Carmel Latte, I don't know if I came to her mind. I think it may have been Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, if you are listening to this, you need to get up. You need well, to change your face. For you, number one, we're so sorry about your breakup. Uh, and maybe by the time this goes out, you guys are back together. Yes. Onika has really been talking a lot about Michael B. Jordan here recently. Well, I respect him, but I also, the reason why I just love him is because of him and his fiance. And abs. I, I don't even pay attention to that. Oh my goodness. Okay. How do you know what I'm talking about? How do you know what I'm talking about? I scroll past all that. How do you know what I'm talking about? I just look for the pictures of him and Lori. (laughs) I think this is true, guys. Listen, Onika loves Michael B. Jordan. She asked to watch Creed, Creed 2, Black Panther, all of them, all in one night. So, no, but you you do love him, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I love him because I love him with Lori. (laughs) And I'm super sad that they are no longer together. Like, I'm grieving. But who knows? By the time this podcast is out, things could be changed. Things could be, you know, who knows? But we're praying for you and praying for everybody who's listening to this. Going back to the when we first met, do you remember? I remember our first moment meeting. I don't remember when we first met. Yeah, that hurts. I remember I'm walking. 
walking down to basketball practice and Onique is walking my direction, I still I have it branded in my brain. I still see your permed hair looking so fly. I still see your permed j- means straight for those of you who aren't sisters and don't know. That's permed true. means straight. Yep, yep. So she had straightened her hair. You can perm and be curly. You can, you can. But in my case, it was perm and straight. Permed and straight, and again, how there's you also. Want- if you want to wear your hair, you, you can wear also, it. You also, there was a thing when I was growing up, um, old school, called press and curl. Ooh. Which, let me just break that down You went quick. way back. I went way back. So press is like a comb. It's like an actual comb that's like in the shape of a curling iron, but it's a comb. You heat it on the stove, and then someone you trust brings that hot comb close to your <laughs> edges. And right now, my edges, y'all would not be proud of me. They're a little bit crazy because we worked out this morning. No, you look but beautiful. you bring it to your edges, and then it straightens your hair. Yes, yeah, so, so that's... you can do... A, flat iron but before a flat iron i'm just telling you it was a pressing comb that so was free that was free right there a little black hair one-on-one yep. i love that mm-hmm. we um so i see onika her hair is on point she's got a jean jacket on i think you had that red lipstick too i remember that remember that red lipstick you used to it wear was all more the time? fuchsia okay fuchsia red yeah, yeah, yeah you know all in the same family and i looked at her and i remember giving her a little what's up you know like any cool dude would do i'm like hey what's up she walks, she smiles at me with your almond eyes, you know, your eyes. And they're got almond. Beautiful squinty. Because, oh, shout out to oh. my Asian friends. Oh, no. My eyes oh, are no. almond because I'm one eighth Chinese. Oh, no. And I'm very proud of it. And Earl to this day <sighs> Guys. makes fun of me because he thinks I'm making it up. I would not make that up. So pretty much you could consider me Blasian, black and Asian. Oh my gosh. So, but Guys. you noticed the almond eyes. I did notice. So there was a reason. It's because a... of my heritage. <laughs> oh my goodness. But go back to almond eyes Listen. because I'm one-eighth Chinese. I'm proud of it. Onega's been talking about being one-eighth. Okay, y'all, one-eighth Chinese. It's still legit. It's something. <laughs> since we were dating. And I don't know why you're still holding on to this. Well, I'm proud. This year, <laughs> this year, Blasian, we're, baby. we're getting a 23 in me or some type of DNA and test. We're going to open it up with y'all, and I'm going to prove to you. Okay. I'm going to prove to you. I'm 1 8 Chinese. It's I'm Blasian. You might be Swedish. I'm Blasian. I don't know. It's gonna come back, and it's gonna, it's gonna be—it's gonna be crazy what we're gonna yeah. find in your blood. Me and Tiger Woods, boom. But, but Me it's... going old school. Kimora Lee Simmons, boom. <laughs> hey, you're beautiful. Kevin Hart's wife, she's also Blasian. <laughs> I'm in that same category. <laughs> oh my goodness! But so, almond eyes. Almond going to eyes. I see you going to. I see you going down to basketball practice. I'm crying right now thinking about how many conversations we've been in where Onika has literally taken I the conversation. It. I just kind of. <laughs> makes it about her being one-eighth Chinese. It's like we're not even talking about it and somehow people need to know some way she like tries to get it in there. (laughs) I love that about you. Thank you. So anyway, I'm going down to basketball practice. I see Onika. She's beautiful. I tell my one of my boys there at practice. I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl, she's fine. She's beautiful. She's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. She's like a girl from a BET music video. That was that was my level. That's what I that, that was the standard in my head. Okay, translation for those who don't know what BET Black is. Entertainment Television. This is from back in the day. I don't even know if BET has music videos it anymore. It was the same. It's the same genre as MTV. Yes. Around that same time. Yes, but so BET music video. I'm like this girl's so fine. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it. And then um find out that we have all these friends that are trying to connect yep. us, trying to get us together. Yeah. And I'm saying no initially yeah, because, because to this day, so Earl, you 
he's not a complex person. He loves Jesus. He loves people. It really, that's pretty much you in a nutshell. Well, thank you for that. So even back then, when people were trying to put us together, he was so focused on basketball and Jesus and school that he was like, I don't have time to date. So, and because people were trying to put us together, you were, didn't want to be with me because you were thinking, I don't want to be with someone just because people are trying to force it together. Yeah, that's true. And, and you were super focused and very spiritual. I did love the Lord a lot. I did. And, um, y'all, he's so spiritual that he went on a missions trip. While he was on missions, God was like wrecking his heart to say, You need to pursue this girl. And he thought it was the devil. Like, that's how spiritual <laughs> Earl McClellan is. Here okay. I am in my dorm room. A little room. bit oversaved. Yeah, oversaved. <laughs> Here I am in my dorm room wondering, God, why do I have these feelings for this guy? Because eventually. Because Onika. Eventually, at first, I was not attracted to him mm-hmm. because he was an athlete and I wasn't into athletes. But. One day, I was in my friend's dorm room. I was looking at photos. You were in the photo, and literally, all of a sudden, it was like, Whoa! and Boom. I thought, "Where? What have I been thinking? Like, I'm obsessed with him. I cannot run from this man. I cannot. I love this man. And so, I literally, because I wanted to do it right, dating Earl or the potential of dating him was my first Christian relationship. Yeah. And I wanted to do it right. I wanted to honor God. I didn't want to repeat like old stuff, which we'll talk about that another time. But we can with, talk about it now. Yeah. But you were literally the first person that I wanted to pursue that was like a godly man. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to get it right. So I thought, well, what do I do? I'm going to pray and ask God, God, if this is not for me, you know that prayer you pray. Take these feelings from me. Mm -hmm. So here in my dorm room, like asking God to take these feelings away if it's not him. And then you're dismissing God, putting you, putting me on your heart. And you thought it was a devil. Well, I think that's so beautiful, though. Think about the prayer that you are praying. And I did not know you were praying this prayer. Yeah. Yeah. And here I am, you know, halfway around the world in India and God is answering your prayer, but you don't even know that he's answering your prayer. My heart's being changed. I don't even know that it's really God because I'm like, why in the world is this girl coming to my mind? Here I am trying to serve these beautiful people in India. uh, That's trying to be a strength, be a support and learning so much, growing so much, my eyes being open to a whole other part of the part of the world. And and at the same time, God was wanting to transform my heart. I didn't know I was going to be married to you now, but 25 years and three kids and a beautiful church family and who knows what the future continues yeah. to hold. And But I'm in India. You're coming across my mind. I still have that journal. It's in our attic right now. I want to see it. And I was writing down, man, that girl, I put that girl came into my mind today because I didn't want somebody to read my journal. No, I was talking about Onika. That girl came into my mind today. Um, God, if this is not you, please take these thoughts away. Please take these feelings away. And that just kind of started the journey. Um, I ended up asking my mom, shout out to my beautiful mom. Mom, what do I need to do with these feelings when I got back from India? And she's like, single mom, amazing, amazing, rock star woman. Love her so much. She said, and I quote, Earl, take the girl out. Not like she's going to jump your bones or something. That's a little bit what my mother said to me. Of okay. Of course, that's how my mom she talks. She lives filter free. Filter free. My mother-in-law is filter free 24-7. 24-7. And don't be in a car with her because the, the 
It, the filter free, it's it's a whole other mood. <laughs> it's just a whole other mood. This is where my kids learn all their cuss words yep. is from my mother. <laughs> they know all of them. They know they all of Jesus, them. They Jesus, but they know all the cuss yes, words. Yes, my mom loves Jesus too. She She's sure on does. the front row taking notes, lifting her hand. Yep. She loves Jesus tremendously. She just and you know what they say, I love Jesus, I cuss a little. I would say she loves Jesus and she cusses a lot. Uh, I would say a lot. A lot. I would say a lot. I would say a lot. One time, <laughs> one time, a long time ago, she called us and said she had been like delivered from the spirit of cussing. <laughs> cussing we were like, is not a spirit. we were like, there's no there's spirit no of spirit. cussing. Um, there's no spirit of cussing, but she thought that she had been air quotes delivered from it. And if but, she was delivered, yeah, it's then back. It's, it's back. <laughs> it's back it's with back. a vengeance. Yeah. That thing came back seven times full. It sure did. <laughs> no, it she did. loves Jesus but so much. Her. She's gonna she hear this me. and she's gonna be so mad at us but mom love you and we, we love everything about you including you cussing and road rage <laughs> i just putting it all out there the but kids are like <laughs> you know when nan is in the car she's like eh, eh, get out the way you heifer <laughs> yep, yep. that's not a cuss word but that's what she'll just call anybody she will. uh but she's okay, so yeah. loving so, so she loving said, but she told you know she said what she said that pushed me forward to go okay i'm gonna ask onika out I asked her out, had no money. So we're in college. In college, we go to the school cafeteria, okay? We eat, I don't know, breakfast there, I think, Mm -hmm. one time. Have breakfast, and that kind of starts the relationship. And of course, we were still friends before that. Uh, but that starts a relationship. But I'm thinking about even the foundation of our relationship because yeah. I know a lot of people, it really matters how they start. Yeah. You know, you were talking about some of the relationships you had been in. I know mistakes that I've made uh, in the past. And here we are um, attracted to each other, yeah. uh, definitely feeling like this leaning to lean into yeah. each other. And we want to do it right you know i'm doing quote unquote right uh and i think a lot of people don't even know what right is i know and something that when you talk about that time in the cafeteria when we first started dating and just getting to know each other because we were a a part of the same friend group Mm -hmm. but earl would always ignore me and not let me know or give me any hints that he was interested in me attracted to me at all i didn't even know that you noticed me um oh i noticed you which is hilarious but all that to say once he's yeah (laughs) stop it but we were so we were on our first date at the cafeteria and during that time we were telling each other stories getting to know one another and i don't know if it was like the second or third cafeteria date where i don't know oh no is that that morning it was one of the nights we're on the phone because we used to talk on the phone you know new love like young love new Mm -hmm. love you stay on the phone until you fall asleep yeah and we were so in love that we didn't want to hang up the phone we still are in love. I don't this is before word. this is before cell phones. Y'all. Yeah, this is before cell phones. I mean, cell phones were out, but there you know, cell phones. but not where everybody had one like right. they do now. And we were in the dorms, and so we used our landlines yeah. in the dorms. So landlines are telephones <laughs> that are hooked up to a wall. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Like that's there was an actual phone There's connected no video. to a wall. Yeah, no video. And that was when there was call waiting. And call waiting, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> it's when you're on the phone you're with someone, you get another call, and you press down this we little button. We still have button. that now. You can go, oh, you get another call. Yeah. You, know, you can you merge. send a voicemail. You merge the you can arrow. merge, or you can cross over. Yeah. Yeah, so it was the, during the days of call waiting. During yep. the days of voicemail. I'm just taking it way back. Yep. So we'd be on the phone together late at night, and we were just so in love that we didn't want to stop talking. Yeah. So we would put the phone down by our ears and fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, young love. I love it. Me too. But all that to say, during one of our late night conversations, I remember talking to you about my past because here I am at a Christian university, you know, 
learning what it means to be a woman of God. Mm-hmm. I had this crazy history where I would date tons of boys. Yep. I did not know my worth. I didn't know my value. Wow. I didn't know God had a plan and purpose for my life. It wasn't until I was in college, not ORU, but a previous college mm-hmm. where I started going Long to church. Long Beach State. Yeah, Long Beach State. I started going to church um, with a coworker at a clothing store. And it was through that friendship, she exposed me to her church. That's where I started to learn, what does it mean to be a woman of God? Mm-hmm. Like, wait, you don't have to sleep around? Mm-hmm. Wait, your body's a temple? Wait, God might have someone, not might, does have someone for you where you do not have to settle. You don't have to deal with verbal abuse. You don't have to deal with just um, the games that guys play. Like, mm-hmm. there's someone that actually is going to cherish you. All of that, y'all, was mind-blowing it to was me. foreign. I did not know any of that. So, fast forward, I started to learn all those things. Well, hold on, hold on a second. You're telling me you're beautiful, you're sharp, you're gifted, all of these things, and you do not know that... God has a plan and a purpose for your life. You don't know that your body belongs to him. Yeah. You don't know that you don't have to give yourself or away. Or that I don't have to settle. Yeah. You literally do not know that. I did not know at all. Like that was so foreign to me. And now fast forward all these years later, I talk to girls all the time. We have coffee together and they're successful. They're beautiful, smart, have everything going from them. But they find themselves in that same pattern that Mm -hmm. I found myself in where you just don't realize that there's more for you, that God wants better. Um, You know, we're his daughters and he does not want us to settle. He does not want us to be in any type of verbally abusive or abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. He does not want us to find our worth actually in men. He wants us to find our worth in him. So all of that, I was learning all of that, soaking it all in. And so then fast forward to when I transferred schools and met Earl, I felt like there came a time in our relationship where I needed to tell him Mm -hmm. my story. And I think it's different for each season of life. And you have to be careful, like date one, you don't want to tell, you know, all your trauma, all your business, especially Mm -hmm. if it's someone that you're not going to marry. Now, okay, I know, I think I know where you're going with this story, which is, it's a beautiful moment that I did not know was going to mark you as much as it did. You know, when you shared your story with me and you're going through and you're talking I, I, I told him about my past, your past, and, and my past relationships. Yep. Yeah. And um, and I'm hearing this. Uh, I'm sure I, I don't know what you were hearing on the phone. Were you hearing me be supportive, encouraging, and loving? Were you hearing? Were you? Were you? Were well, you I was guilt? nervous to tell you because I didn't want you to look at me differently because mm. of my past, mm-hmm. and I didn't want you to kind of. Not, I didn't want to not. I didn't want you to break up with me if you knew my story, mm. and because I was not proud of my story, so I took a risk telling you my story. But I'll never forget the very next morning because I just told you all the things wow. and about the past relationships, the boys, just mm-hmm. all of it. And I remember we went to breakfast the very next morning, and waiting for me at breakfast was a white rose. And you said to me that I was the purest girl that you'd ever met in your life, and that I'll never forget that day. Like ever because after I told you about my stories of not being pure and then you called me pure which is what Jesus calls me also and that marked me forever the fact that you knew all my stuff and still said that I was the purest person you know and I just thank God for that moment man that is so beautiful and so powerful um I remember that white rose uh I remember 
I think I walked to Walmart to go buy it. Yeah, because you didn't have a car. Didn't have a car. Uh, so I think I walked to Walmart to go buy it. And I remember giving that to you. I did not know, though. I mean, here we are. Yeah. That was probably 27, 28 years That's ago-ish, crazy. you know, because we were dating at that time. Yeah. Now we've been married 25. Um, we, I did not know you would still be talking about that to this, to this I'll day. I'll never forget it for the rest of my life. Uh, it's actually interesting too. Uh, just on a practical note, I I appreciated you being honest with me, but I don't feel like that is necessary right, for right, every right. relationship. No, you I know? agree. That's I, why. Yeah, yeah. And I think honestly, even for guys or for for ladies, I don't know that you need to know yeah. all the stuff of the past relationships. Yeah. Now, if there was something that really marked you, yeah. in some kind of negative or a cycle, way. Yes. Um, that you're in counseling for. Maybe a pattern. Like a pattern. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't have to be like, well, I went out with this guy or I went out with this girl and we did it here and then we did this over there. Yeah. And then I don't, you don't, I don't want those pictures. Yeah. I don't the, think that's what's necessary. It's not healthy, I, I don't yeah. think it's healthy. I don't think it's necessary. No. Yeah. I don't think um, it lays the right foundation for yeah. your relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, think it builds trust. No, I think it honesty is. suspicion and fear. Yes. I think it yeah. just kind of puts some other pictures, some other questions yeah. in your brain and it forces you to work through things that you don't have to work through so if if you are okay um seeing the person for who they are right now yeah and seeing them hopefully you know those of you who are listening to this if you're not a jesus follower you know again we love jesus onique and i our relationship is founded on him and we recognize that him forgiving us yeah that same forgiveness is what we're supposed to extend to everyone that we meet the love that he gives us is the love we're supposed to give to everyone we meet um so we we didn't want to extend judgment or shame or guilt you know toward each other uh, I am so glad I didn't mess up that moment. You yeah. know, I, I'm really, I'm really glad because I trusted you with yeah, something very sacred. You really yeah. opened up your heart, you know, yeah. in that moment right there. And I think all of us have to be very, you know, the kid gloves, the the, the yeah. care. It's like you're carrying a precious baby, yeah. not you have just some luggage. You know, right, you know, right, those right. guys at the at the airport, yeah. they just grab the bag, they just throw it. You know, yeah. they don't care what's on the inside of yeah. it. They don't care where it's going. They don't yeah. care who it belongs to. They just yeah. grab it and throw it on that conveyor belt. Yeah. And I think some of us do that with our words. Yep. A person really opens up their heart. And we're like, ah, oh, whatever, and just kind of throw it. And yeah. in that moment, Onika was like, it was like open heart surgery. Yeah. Again, I, I'm probably, what, 18 at that point? Yeah. Yeah, you're 19. 19, 19, 19 maybe, yeah. 18, 19 years old uh, when you're sharing that. Yeah. So thank God I had some type of emotional intelligence, intelligence yeah. you know, a capacity to understand that this is a moment yeah. to really care and love. And if you missed it, you know, somebody listening to this, you might be like, man, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my spouse, they really missed it. Yeah. Uh, I opened up and they yeah. really just kind of crushed me. Yeah. Um, man, go back. Um Share it with them. Yeah. Say that hurt. Yeah. Um, and those who are on the other side, go ask for forgiveness. If you're like, yeah. oh man, I didn't handle that exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was judgmental. I, I was judgmental. Yeah, I, I was didn't flippant. mean to be. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I was really sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, I said a joke when I shouldn't have said a joke. Right. I just wasn't as careful, you know, as I needed to be. Yeah. I mean, go back and say, hey, I was listening to this podcast and uh, they talked about going and apologizing yeah. for those those moments. Because you don't have a ton of those. No, you don't. But you have, you have enough yep. where they really matter. Like these yep. pivotal moments yep. where you, you want to get it right. Yep. And um, 
And just go back. You know, and, get it right. And speaking of that, I just think it's so beautiful that God knew my story, obviously. You know my story, and you still called me pure. And so I just want to take a moment for anyone who feels like unclean and mm-hmm. not pure because of your past or because of decisions that you've made. And I just want you to know that the Bible talks about how, you know, He washes us and makes us white as snow, yeah. or in my case, chocolate. <laughs> but um, Still pure, though. Still pure, though. And so even with all that I had been through, like God gave you the ability to still see me as pure because He sees me as pure. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to remind anyone that like today can be your fresh start day today can be your day to remind yourself to hear from heaven that you are pure that because he died on the cross because he bore all of our sins and shame we don't have to walk with that shame and today can be your day to recognize and to walk in the purity that only comes from the cross yeah that's so beautiful i'm so glad you shared that and uh, honestly i'll say this yeah I know we could end right now, yeah. but I do want to say this. Say it. Um, you've extended that same mercy towards me, mm. right? Whenever you're hearing someone confess or share yeah. and, um, and I don't know, open up, it's so crazy how quickly you can forget about your own struggles yeah. and just look at their struggle and be yeah. like, what? I can't believe you yep. did. Yeah. But if you pause for a second and you're like, shoot, my mistakes are no worse than your mistakes. Right. I think it can help extend that grace, get you in that headspace to to not be judgmental, but to be really, really caring. So can you share that scripture um, about giving basically grace for one another's faults? I think that's a great way. To send our friends out. Yeah. Um, you talk about the one from Colossians? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in Colossians chapter three, uh, I don't have my Bible right here But he's in front like of me. resident Bible scholar, knows no. the Bible, like knows the Bible. And so I can just say anything and I'm like, Earl, where's that at? And he's no. like, oh, you mean blah, blah, well, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, tell us. I don't I don't have it quite like like that. You do. But and it, he speaks Spanish. But that's not true. It's true. He does. Oh, uh, but in Hola. Col- <laughs> Biblia, Biblia. That's Bible. <laughs> in Colossians chapter 3. I'm not to say Colossians in in uh But in you Spanish. know what to say thres. <laughs> that's 3. <laughs> Colossians chapter 3. I think it's probably verse number 12-ish. Okay. 13. Um he says it really simply. Yeah. He says Make allowances for each other's faults. Yep. Forgive others. Beautiful. As Christ forgave you. I mean, it's really, really clear what he says. It can be hard to live out sometimes, but it's very, very clear the standard, the angle, the direction that God wants all of us to go. And I know I'm not perfect and I know you're not perfect. Definitely not. But that's not. Perfection is not our not aim. The, the, yeah. the great thing is Jesus is perfect. Yeah. He is our our anchor, our guide, yeah. our direction, our foundation. Um, but we can be really, really healthy. Yeah. And making allowances for each other's faults, I think, gives us all permission yeah. to be human, yeah. to continue to keep on growing. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean there's not hard conversations. We're probably talk about that in the next, you know, how to forgive, what does forgiveness look like, what is trust versus forgiveness, all of that kind of stuff. But but when we make allowances, it's like I'm giving space. Yeah. You know, if you put on a pair of pants 
that are really tight. You don't do this because you you're, you know your body's just banging. But me, you know, I got I got that dad bod trying to work on me some. So you don't have a dad bod. Hey, it's true. You know the shoulders look right, but if you look underneath that little that little shirt, that belly's trying to poke out. So <laughs> I got the belly poking out on me. Uh, but you try to put on your pants, and you're like, oh man, this is tighter. Yeah. But when you lose that weight, you can put on those same pants you just have an allowance. Mm -hmm. There's more space there. That's why some people like wearing stretchy pants, right? Lulu, shout out to Lululemon. You got you got so much space there. And that's what we're trying to give to each other in relationships. We're trying to give that space. Uh, so many couples we know, they end up putting too much. They try to put 25-year pressure on a two-month-old relationship. Exactly. And it doesn't work. You're not making allowances. Yeah. You're not giving space. You're not giving the, the breathing room necessary for the relationship yeah. to develop and grow uh, for someone to make some mistakes and yeah. to get back up. So uh, I'm glad we got to end with that. Uh, we love all of you a ton. Yes, uh, this was so fun hanging out. So fun hanging out with you, Onika, and with all of you that are listening. We're in your corner. We're praying for you and can't wait for the next episode. And let's just keep getting better and growing. Let's keep on doing it. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.